You're listening to the Global Edge Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Jade Sims, Assistant Director in the International Business Center in the Eli Broad College of Business at Michigan State University. Today, we're speaking with Erkan Kolkas. Erkan is Assistant Director in the International Business Center at MSU and a close colleague. He also teaches international business at the undergraduate and the graduate levels. So welcome, Erkan. Uh, thank you, Jade. Thanks for inviting me. So you are from Turkey originally. Tell us how you ended up in Michigan and at MSU. Um, yes, that's correct. I'm from Turkey originally. So actually, the story goes back uh, to the year uh, 2000. About 20 years ago, um, my wife and I, when we got married in, in year 2000, we traveled to Florida from Istanbul for our honeymoon. And at the end of our honeymoon, uh, we uh, traveled to Niana first to move my brother, who uh, recently finished his PhD and got a job at MSU as assistant a professor at marketing to help him move to uh, the Lansing area. And we did, and we spent maybe 20 days with him, helping him move and settling down. And we loved everything about the area. And then we started visiting him once or twice a year after that. And then essentially we loved everybody, uh, the society, the people, the nature. And we decided to give it a chance and uh, move to the Lansing area from Istanbul. I know it's a far you know, uh, distance, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's a big move. And um, to be a part of this community, which we really love uh, to be a part of. And MSU, um, you know, uh, it came with the package. MSU is a beautiful, has a beautiful campus, a great school. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's a very short uh, version of a very long story. Well, we're happy to have you. Thank you. So we've worked together for a while. Um, and I do know that the favorite part of your job um, is teaching students. Right. And you do that in the classroom and you do that one-on-one -on -one as they intern with us in the center. So what is it that you love about teaching? So I guess that's, that's a great question, but I sometimes have a very uh, difficult time to answering that because I can't really find solid reasons why I enjoy teaching a lot. And, and I, as I try to explain it in our um, form, uh, previous conversations with you, I think it's a personality thing. Every time that I'm in a classroom with students, and it may be the first class of the semester, even discussing the syllabus, introducing ourselves, or that I'm working with the student team, student employees we hire, um, employ at the, at the center, I am feeling that I am getting a full satisfaction about what I do at my work. I enjoy talking to those students about their future plans. I love discussing uh, what I teach about international business, uh, discovering different cultures and um, strategies that multinational corporations use, and sometimes seeing the surprise on their face, knowing that that's something that they heard for the first time, and being the person or, you know, that, that, that's giving that information to them for the first time, I guess, maybe that's, that's a satisfaction as well. And then having these discussions and conversations with them in the classroom about, so what would you do if you were in the shoes of this international manager? And then seeing them thinking critically and 
um, and coming up with these great ideas, thoughts about the, the future business uh, of the, the U.S. companies. I guess that's what I'm liking, being a part of that and knowing that what I'm talking right now in the class will somehow have a reflection in the future when they are working in the workforce. Absolutely. And that's great too. The part about, you know, I know we've talked about this before is, you know, reconnecting with those students once they leave um, and seeing the really cool things that they're doing. And sometimes they even come back and say, wow, I learned about this at MSU, or I learned about this when I was working for you. And, you know, I was so happy to be able to use it. And people were so shocked and excited that I, you know, was aware of that area when I was onboarded in this company. Those um, personal stories are pretty fun to hear as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we've been doing this for a while. Um, and sometimes we get frustrated with these younger generations as they come through because um, they work differently than, you know, we've grown up um, working and, and, and work currently. But at the same time, I think these younger students have a lot of really important skills and, and ways of looking at the world um, that we don't. Um, so in what areas do you see that these students that you're having come through um, the office and through the classroom right now? In what areas do they really excel? Um, so before I start answering that question, I guess I, I kind of find myself in a very lucky um, spot because, you know, we have a 13-year-old um, teenager at home and and he's becoming, um, you know, an adult, a mature adult as time goes, but he's a teenager. And it's sometimes difficult, especially difficult to understand, especially if your son is great, uh, growing in a different culture than, than you grew, right? Um, sure. So I kind of find myself very lucky being uh, and working very close with these students because I observe and try to understand how they feel, how they work, what they do to solve problems and try to come home and you know, read my son accordingly. So that's, that's, that's very interesting. So what I observe in general is, as everybody keeps saying, they are very uh, digitally literate. They know their technology so well that they solve problems faster. They finish when they want, if they are motivated, if, you know, if they have time, they finish projects faster and, um, when I start with things, because my mind is so busy on thinking the details, the complexities, and sometimes they don't have that um, uh, net of thoughts that crowd in their minds, they just come up with these quick and easy solutions right away. That surprised me. So that's something that I observe with the, the students. And the students that I work with, uh, and overall every student that I meet, even though I don't work with them, they, I believe, are more mature than what I used to be at their age. I don't know if it's the time that we're in or the life that they are going through. Um, everything made these, uh, and I don't want to use even kids, but, you know, uh, students more mature, more understanding in a sense. And I appreciate uh, them, uh, you know, um, working with us, being with us, teaching us while we're trying to teach, teach them. Those are some really good points. Absolutely. Um, and as you talk about teaching, how has your teaching changed during the pandemic? I know you've been teaching in person a little bit, but also online. 
Um, how is that going? And how do you see the students responding to the, the changes and the, the issues this year with this global pandemic? Um, so yeah, two of the courses that I am teaching, they never had any online components other than the, you know, the online material that they reach um, uh, to uh, study. Uh, once the pandemic hit, I converted many of the, the sessions online and some of the classes are um, now being held on a hybrid format, meaning that I go into the classroom with a group of students who feel comfortable being in the classroom in person. Uh, and then at the same time, we start a synchronous Zoom session while the rest of the class participates remotely, right? So it's kind of challenging because you have a population joining the class remotely and a population just in front of you. And you're trying to synchronize both of them. You, you try to capture the questions from both sides and answer them. With the students that you face, it's very easy, although partially their faces are covered with masks. You kind of understand from their eyes if they are falling behind, if they do, did not understand something, but it's more challenging with those students um, uh, that are connecting remotely because you don't see them like um, on a real time manner. Like you don't, you, you look to the classroom, to the uh, students. So those are challenging aspects of the online teaching. And for the assignments, actually, I did a lot of changes. So I used to have too many presentations, not too many, that's not the right English, a lot of presentations, uh, because I like students to talk about international management, international business related topics. Um, when it became a remote session though, I tried to reduce the number of presentations that they need to do. Um, I removed some of the assignments such as quizzes, rather I introduced uh, chapter summaries uh, and told them, you know what, Write those as if you will be referring to them in the future. Write them for yourself, not for me. And then I still grade on those, but I, I made their life a bit easier, I can say, without letting them go of the content, still helping them learn. Um, we, we all, not only the students, we all have this fatigue of joining to Zoom sessions, recording, listening recordings, and... Um, we have to understand them, I guess, and I'm trying to do my best um, as well. Yeah, so challenging for, for them and as well as for us these days. I really appreciate your insights today and thank you for speaking with us. Thank you, Jade. It's always a pleasure. This has been the Global Edge Business Beat brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Jade Sims, and I hope you're able to tune in next time.